Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Marketers podcast, a NZ Tech Marketers group passion project where we interview inspiring Kiwi marketers working in some of New Zealand's leading tech brands. We are very excited for you to join us today for this episode of the NZ Tech Marketers podcast and enjoy this interview with Nicola Harrop who will tell you about her story from marketing manager at Fisher & Paykel Healthcare to her current role as Chief Marketing Officer, Global Marketing at Gallagher Animal Management. With over 20 years of marketing experience, Nicola is also a founding member of the New Zealand Tech Marketers Group and is one of our TMG mentors. Today, Nicola will talk to us about her experience in tech marketing, mentoring and her advice for NZ Tech Marketers. Nicola, can you tell us a little bit about your last role at Fisher & Paykel Healthcare and what your role involved? But first, let me say thank you for inviting me on. This is a, yeah, it's wonderful. So I'm looking forward to um, having a good old chat with you. Fisher & Paykel, my role there, I was the marketing manager in the marketing operations team. I was responsible for marketing services, which was essentially the shared core marketing services that were called upon by the rest of the business. So this included digital, it included translations, um, brand management. So there were quite a number um, of areas that um, my team supported. Essentially, we were an in-house agency. So my team covered everything except the creative design aspect of that. And we worked together to support the business, primarily the the product marketers in New Zealand and also the regional marketing teams to deliver on their objectives. Oh, wow. That's quite a, a, a big challenge. But what were some of your biggest learnings? So many. I mean, that Fisher & Paykel Healthcare is it's a fantastic company and located out um, in East Auckland on a campus. So there's around 3,000 plus people out there. So it's huge. And so it's almost like a university and you get to work with so many incredible people and leverage, you know, just being part of that environment for, you know, your own development to learn how things work. And there's always an opportunity to, you know, find someone, connect, learn, engage about a, a topic. So, you know, it was just a wonderful environment, full stop. But for me, I think the the learning was around having that opportunity to create a team. So coming into that role, the marketing operations function itself was new and that had been out of existing people from across the business. So there were, you know, a lot of different people coming from different backgrounds and different areas of the business, but having worked across some of these core services that I mentioned. So the learning experience there was how to form a team how to, you know, shape a culture, how to create processes that delivered value back to the business. And that was incredibly interesting journey that we went through. And it wasn't something that, that you know, finished after a few months. It was something that constantly evolved as the business evolved and the requirements of, you know, the different teams changed over time that was probably the biggest learning I had was how to create a high value, high performance marketing team. Wow. Um, and also you've recently moved to Gallagher. What is your new role and what does that involve? Um, and how is that different to what you're doing at Fisher & Paykel? Yes, so yes, recently moved physically as well. So now we're in the mighty Waikato. Um, 
the role I've taken up here is Chief Marketing Officer for Gallagher Animal Management. And that role is, is a little bit different to my previous role in that it includes not only marketing operations as a uh, a service function to the business, but it also includes what we call value stream or the product marketing roles as well. So it's got quite a, a big scope in the type and the different types of marketing activities that we're engaged with and also, you know, working and influencing, you know, the wider regional marketing teams as well. So supporting them in their delivery from our head office here in Hamilton, New Zealand. Wow. That's a big gig. <laughs> it is, and it's a new industry for me as well. So moving from healthcare to agritech, so there's a lot to learn. So many opportunities as well. It's a fantastic. But very exciting. Yeah, really exciting. Could you tell me a little bit more about your experience? Just going back a little bit more in the tech and innovation space. Could you just explain a little bit of your experience in that space for me? Yeah, absolutely. I started off. I'm probably quite lucky. I started off in a marketing role um, right from the get-go. So I actually studied psychology and art history at university and had a part-time gig working for Compact Computers. So once I finished up my degree, I ended up working there full-time in the marketing department. First, it was actually as a database administrator, but then I moved into marketing sort of internal comms, so creating a lot of the content that they would send around internally to the teams and eventually taking over the advertising side of things. So that's kind of how I I sort of fell into marketing to start with. And then after about two or three years, I went on my OE. So I went over to London intending to do, you know, the Kiwi OE two (laughs) years and and a bled around Europe, but ended up staying there for, I was in the UK for over 10 years, so a decade in the UK. And I was really fortunate because um, very early on in my time in the UK, I got a role working for an ISP, an internet service provider who was still selling dial-up at the time, but moving into broadband. And, and they were small startup at the time, just moving into the UK called AOL, which went on this incredible rocket ship type journey over about seven or eight years to the point where they acquired uh, Time Warner, the media company, and became AOL Time Warner. So my tech marketing experience really started in that role where I worked as part of the marketing team managing the OEM channel, so the original equipment manufacturers, and working, you know, they were very much uh, an ISP, but they had a SaaS-style model selling subscriptions out of the box through the OEM manufacturers. So that was probably my first true you know, tech marketing type role where, you know, you're much more agile, you're working, you know, through selling and marketing through the products and very large kind of enterprise style international marketing, you know, channels. So that wow. was really the the beginning of my kind of career. And then over, over time working in that business, eventually going on maternity leave to have my first child. And when I came back, I moved into healthcare and a marketing role in healthcare um, in the UK as well. And that was very technical because it was um, IVF, so fertility. So very interesting um, 
I guess, business model when you think about the consumers and the and the channels there, and very technical in terms of the science and the hardware behind that that model. So yeah, that's a, a bit about me and my career and how I ended up in, in tech marketing. Wow. That's a quite interesting as well, because obviously something like IVF is very personal and having that sort of marketing, but with your psychology background as well and being able to have that messaging that would have been a major pro for you in your in that role as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I've always found that my psychology background has been so useful. So it was actually in that role when I switched to to healthcare that I actually retrained as a marketer. So I had my second child and I was kind of doing night school and a small ba- small babies and a toddler and, and retraining in marketing. And it was, you know, a really interesting experience because I've always felt that that you know, my my first degree was was always really useful to me, particularly because marketing is so much about the consumer and understanding the customer and buyer behavior and, you know, why do we make the decisions that we make? And so I found that that background was always very useful, particularly on the research side of things when it comes yeah. to understanding the customer journey and, you know, pulling apart all of the the context around, you know, that buyer decision making process so that you can, you know, create a solution that's going to work for that customer in that moment. So it's been useful. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. You've talked a lot about how you ended up in tech and the innovation space. What would be your favourite part of marketing in the tech sector? I know that's quite a big question and there's no one one right answer or anything like that. But if you could say, you know, from the top of your head, if I what's your favourite thing about it? What would be your answer? Probably already touched on it, the customer. The customer journey, the customer experience, getting out in the field, you know, understanding what the challenges are, what the pain points are, bringing that back, you know, having those conversations, bringing that back into the business, finding a way to communicate that insight. And then, you know, the real accomplishment is when that is transferred and you're able to develop you know, incremental features or new or adjacent products or market targeting that, you know, you you didn't possibly even, you know, understand prior to that. So it's a really, I think, powerful area of marketing where you can add true value to your organization. And it's probably the bit because it has such a meaningful impact on individuals' lives. You know, and I've I've seen that through my career, all the different types of consumers and industries that I've worked in. That's probably the part of marketing that I truly love, you know, creating products, creating solutions that have, you know, meaningful impact. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes, you know, I'm in the, well, we provide aged care software. And sometimes it's actually, you know, talking to your customers and quite often they'll have pain points that you didn't even know really existed because you have this idea in your head, oh, this is a real challenge for them and this is a real challenge. And until you, like, talk to them and go through it, there's actually things, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. It makes an incredible difference, doesn't it? As soon as you, you know, step out of your bubble and you go and, you know, walk a mile in your customer's shoes, it just 
the insight that you get. And often it's around your products too. You know, it's the small things that aren't your product itself, but it's in that ecosystem or that experience around your product. And it can make all the difference, particularly in adoption, you know, and creating a, a solution that really is, you know, going to, you know, drive revenue for your business. And that deeper level of understanding is it just, it, yeah, you just, it's invaluable. Yeah, definitely. So we talked a little bit about your favourite part. What what would be the biggest challenge you think is out there at the moment for tech marketers? Oh, gosh. There's a lot um, of them. There's <laughs> like so many. Um, <laughs> like, oh, off, the, off the top of my head, I'd say things like data is, is big. Data, ownership of data, third party, first party, personalization like there's so many areas at the moment where understanding your data getting your head around your data is um, absolutely critical to your success now and in the future Um, but I think if you pull that apart even more I think that the real challenge for marketers right now is there's just so much there is so much going on out there in terms of technology in terms of change disruption trends you know, change of consumer behaviour, you know, these big, you know, sort of industry and, you know, world events that are impacting us. And it's really hard to stay focused. And I would say that's probably the deeper challenge that every marketer has to face is in all of this noise and all of these things coming at you, how can you stay focused and deliver something for your business without you know getting distracted that is probably the hardest thing to do right now Mm. so with those challenges that you've mentioned do you have any lessons that you've learned as a tech marketer from going through those challenges oh lessons gosh hard questions (laughs) what have I learned well focus would be a big lesson. I've got to say, and that's probably a lesson that I learned at Fisher and Pike or Healthcare, you know, how to really focus down and understand what is going to get the biggest impact and taking the time to stop, especially when you're in the busy, you're, you know, you're swept up in that responsive kind of marketing. You've got all these tactics and campaigns that are flying around, but to stop to step back to focus on your strategy focus on your positioning focus on you know your targeting and pull together that you know that plan that strategic do that strategic preparation to drive your focus it can you know it can make such a big difference to your game as it plays out you know to whether you actually hit the mark or miss the mark whether you're you know getting the funds in the right place the resources in the right place I think if you pull it all back strip it all back at the end of the day if you've got focus if you've got a strategy if you're not getting distracted I think that is the the ingredient to successful marketing at any level and across industry. Oh, that's really insightful. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just have to cut it right back, though, don't you, to the basics and actually just stay focused. And it's quite interesting yeah. just hearing you talk about that. What 
I guess you, you've had a range of different roles and a range of different businesses. What would be some three pieces of, pieces of advice you'd give for new marketers starting out, you know, recent graduates or coming into new market, new grad marketing roles in the tech sector? I would say, I'm big on planning, but I would say have a plan. You know, don't let it happen to you. Sit down and work out what you want and kind of what area, what flavour of marketing you want to get experience in. I know I've I've sat down and I've actually looked up the types of companies, the types of industries I want to work in, where I want to, you know, have a career. And I've, you know, gone out and I've called up those people and I've, you know, I've reached out and I've sort of sh- um, shaken the tree to try and get an opportunity Um uh rather than let you know it just sort of unwind on its own so you know to have a plan to drive your career right from the beginning I think is really important once you're in the door you know and you do you may not get the job of your dreams straight away I think that's something to realize but once you're in the door you're in the door you know and it's an opportunity and say yes to everything be that person who will always give something a go learn about the business you know learn about the different parts of the business be interested be curious and that's really going to help you because you know when the opportunity does come up against external applicants you've got business knowledge you've got a network you know you know how to get things done already so definitely once you're in you know definitely make that effort to to meet people to build your networks to build your knowledge in that business and then My final piece of advice would be if you do get the opportunity and you may get this in the role that you're currently in, you might get the opportunity to travel, do. Do travel. If you don't get it in your job, then, you know, look at creating that opportunity for yourself. Get overseas and work overseas because it's just going to open your eyes to a whole different level of competition you know, level of marketing practice that you you don't normally get exposed to. And that's such an incredible learning experience from, you know, for so many different reasons, personally, professionally, you'll just grow from that. And then you'll be, you know, when you do want to come home back to New Zealand, that's what we did after 10 years, we came back from the UK. It's, you know, provides you such a unique insight and perspective that's really valuable in terms of your you know your your future career you know and your higher ability you know back in the New Zealand market because business here particularly you know in the tech sector you know they're looking for people who have had that you know that experience and can help them compete and unlock markets you know, overseas, even if that's Australia, you know, it's it's a fantastic piece of experience to have. Definitely. Well, thanks so much. I'm sure a lot of our listeners will take a lot mm-hmm. from that. Another thing about you that really impressed me was the, the range of different jobs that you've had and the experience that you have. What would be some advice that you'd give to like an intermediate marketer that's trying to look at more senior roles and you know, the challenges that come with that, what would be your advice for them and how to approach that? Well, I think that's probably one of the reasons we started TMG. It's my advice would be you need to, just like in your earlier career, take charge. You need to take charge of your approach you know, your professional development and your personal development. Don't leave it to chance. Don't leave it to your business. If you've got ambitions, know what they are, 
articulate the gap and then go and fill that. And that might be by going out and creating a network of peers similar to you, but in different, you know, organisations and industries that you can talk to, that you can share ideas with, that if there's a new opportunity that comes around, you know, they might send it your way. Um, it also means, you know, get yourself a mentor. Um, don't just, you know, get out to the, you know, a handful of conferences every year. You sometimes are never going to get what you need from, you know, that formal sort of conference environment. But connecting with um, people, finding yourself a business mentor who is doing what you're doing, you know, what you want to do, that you can talk to and question and learn from is, you know, really invaluable. And and a lot of the reason why, you know, we set up the technology marketers group, you know, in the first place is to help marketers connect and find that opportunity. Definitely. And just a wee plug for the mentoring. Nick is one of our mentors, so get in touch if that's something that you're interested in. So moving on a little bit more, what have been some more considerable challenges you've had to overcome in your career and how did you tackle them? So that's more on on your side rather than a more general. 25 years of marketing. There's (laughs) been, I mean, huge professional challenges. You know, technologies change, practices change, industries change. You get, you know, these incredible events like COVID come through that... I mean, I mean, those were phenomenal times the last few years dealing with everything that COVID had to unleash on on the business world. But for me in my career, there's probably two things that have been huge challenges for me. One was becoming a mum and having to kind of reimagine my career as I you know, started a family and it sort of changed my personal aspirations. And, you know, I was very fortunate that during that time I had some great mentors who helped me reimagine what I wanted out of my career. And so I think a lot of, you know, a lot of women in my position, they sort of think, why, you know, why it's so hard? Why should I keep going? And I definitely had those moments. But, you know, having having a mentor and someone to talk to, like I, I had a mentor at the time. He was my boss. He was in, in the UK at that fertility company. His name was Bill. He literally, you know, said, you can do this. And he, you know, uh, I retrained in marketing with his encouragement. I, you know, re kind of focused myself. I created a different work life balance for myself. I, you know, changed my expectations of myself. You know, prior to that, I'd been a full time marketing, you know, person and I'd been really focused and really driven. And I had to really, you know, think deeply about what I wanted out of my career moving forward. So, you know, having someone like that to, you know, cheer you on you know, and help you out was so, he probably kept me in marketing. So that's a thank you to him if he ever listens to this. But yeah, that's a massive thing. Yeah, Probably a lot of our listeners, I'm about to have my second one in a couple of weeks, hopefully. (laughs) And and it's hard. It's hard trying to figure out like a new normal in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And balancing the career with, you know, the mummy guilt and and that just yeah. crazy, you know, you add children into the mix, the just the time and you know how do you make it all all the plates spin and and being kind to yourself in that process, you know, that's that was a really big challenge for me. And the second challenge for me was actually coming back to New Zealand. 
I found that really difficult, that transition from the UK and the marketing that I was doing over there, the business I was working in over there to New Zealand, the the type of business we have here, more, you know, small, medium business, different marketing channels, different type of marketer required. And so sort of refactoring myself there, it was, you know, redesigning myself for, mm-hmm. for New Zealand. And again, I was so fortunate because I had another great boss, another person who's turned out, you know, to to be a mentor for me, Bob Pynchon at Swaytech, had just been, you know, so great at helping me, you know, find my place back here in New Zealand and, and you know, working to my strengths and working out, you know, how I can move forward and, and what value do I bring, you know, to a business. And, and that was, you know, I was just incredibly lucky to find myself at Swaytech when I got back to New Zealand and to have his help again as a mentor. Get yourself a mentor. Oh, no. Thanks so much for sharing those those challenges because quite often we often talk about, you know, tech challenges and career challenges, but quite often the ones that make the biggest impacts are the more personal challenges that we go through. And we all go through them. Often we don't talk about it enough, but thanks for sharing that. Another amazing thing that's on your resume is that you are one of the TMG founders and exec members. Did you want to just, people who are listening and they haven't heard about TMG or what we do, can you just tell us a little bit about why you founded TMG and kind of the story and vision behind it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to. And I think if you're listening to my story up to this point, it, it's a very natural progression to come back to New Zealand and think, you know, how can I help, you know, the NZ Tech story? And for me, it was a personal moment where I was at an event and it was a great event, but it was a largely the content was focused towards fast moving consumer goods. I met amazing people, great marketers, but all in, you know, kind of the consumer fast moving kind of sectors. And I just thought, wow, where do I find the people like me? You know, where do I find people who want to talk about SaaS and hardware as a service and, you know, startup? marketing and growth marketing and um, all the technology that's barreling through who wants to talk about channel partners and data and all these things that I want to talk about and I just wasn't getting that and actually it was a group of us that founded TMG we we kind of chatting away one day and and thought well why don't we start something? Why don't we just bring our teams together in the first instance at a cafe or I think the first one was in a boardroom at someone's place and just had a few of us around a table with our BYO lunches and let's have an agenda and just talk about the topics that we as marketers, you know, in the tech space want to talk about. And I think that agenda was full of, you know, privacy and data questions and, you know, how to do channel marketing and, you know, all these types of things that, that weren't common topics like topics now and and you get conferences now but at the time they were just really struggling so yeah that was that was kind of the beginning of TMG and from there it just it just became a grassroots network where we only had one rule which was if we got together we would plus one someone like us into the conversation and the whole idea behind TMG and it stays that way today is that you know we are providing an informal network that people can leverage to grow and develop you know from you know 
whether you've got questions, you know, and about your career and where you're heading or whether you've got challenges that have popped up, you know, in, in your business life and what you're doing and you just want to talk to someone who might have a similar experience to get ideas, you know, you've got this network that you can leverage and it just makes it really really easy as a as a group then to to grow and rather than compete with knowledge and and keep it siloed the idea is that we share freely you know our knowledge because as a as a discipline as a you know a group of marketers there's so much we can do for New Zealand business and we want to create you know a good pipeline of marketing capability for New Zealand business and to do that we we need to we need to be strong as a network and we also need to share you know and, and provide opportunities to to learn and engage and develop yeah definitely wow that's great who are some tech marketers you admire and why and who do you think we should call up next on this podcast? I'm sure you've got a long list of people with <laughs> all of your networks. <laughs> oh, no I mean, you've ta- <laughs> yeah, you've talked to some amazing people already. Um, selfishly, I'm thinking when I listen to the podcast, who do I want to hear from? <laughs> like, <laughs> it would be really interesting to listen to their story and, and where they've come from and their experience. And the person that I would love to hear from is Michael Friedberg. He is the strategy services director at the moment at Sway. But previous to that, he's hold, he's held a number of CMO roles and I believe was CMO at IBM at one point and I see him on LinkedIn and he's always got great insights and you know really interesting sort of commentary on different things so I would love to I'd love to pick his brain I would love to hear what he you know what his experience is and what his insight is. Wow we'll have to get a introduction so we can get him on here. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks so much for coming along, Nick. You've shared some fantastic insights and I'm I'm sure our listeners feel the same. If you have any questions for Nicola or future episodes, please get in touch. Nick, where can our listeners reach you if they want to get in contact with you? Oh, just connect with me on LinkedIn and get me a message. Yeah, I'm always on there, so I'll respond. Perfect. And if you'd like to reach out to the Tech Marketers Group, you'll find our website and social accounts in the show notes below. For more NZ Tech Marketing content, be sure to like this episode and give us a follow. Until next time. Done. Thank you. That's great. You got so much knowledge. It was just so, I was like listening. I was like, I need to add some commentary, but you've done some amazing stuff in your career. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been a, a bit of a long one, a varied one, but it's so rewarding, I think, especially with TMG, mm-hmm. you know, just to see it from right from an idea that we had just a few of us to grow into this, you know, really valuable network for people that, you know, just to see people use it to, you know, mm-hmm. level up and grow themselves. It's so rewarding, you know. It's been so, really interesting, like doing these podcasts with the exec members, 